Madison, I want you to do another intro for my podcast. What you want me to say? Say this. Welcome to season two of my mom podcast. Get your ish together. Believers, it's time for God's people to shine. It's your girl, host, entrepreneur, Delisa New Williams here. I need you to get ready because this is the season for the believer. For you to know that heavens are open and God hasn't closed any doors. Let's awaken and stir the word up for the believers. God's ready to gird up the believers. Make you conquerors and achievers. This ain't no game. This is season two of Get Your Ish Together podcast for who? The believers. Now let's go. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Delisa New Williams in the building with Get Your Ish Together podcast for who? The Believers. And Ish stands for Inner Self Healing, okay? I had to hit y'all with the Welcome Back music. That was a Welcome Back Carter, but, you know, it was remixed or remade or however they say it by Mace. Y'all know Mace. He used to be a bad boy. Now he's a good boy. You know, he out here rapping for the Lord. And since we on the topic of talking about rappers, okay, I know we've been talking about this corona, which y'all know I got to say something about it. But um, I wanted to talk about let's pray for corona and pray for Lil Wayne, okay? Since, since we talking about rappers right now, we're going to pray for Lil Wayne. Pray to Lil Wayne get saved. If he did it for Kanye West, he can do it for Lil Wayne. Because let me tell y'all, Lil Wayne got some bars, all right? He got some bars. I just need him to have some spiritual bars, okay? <laughs> I need him to have some spiritual bars so I can bump it in the car because I can't, I can't be listening to some of the things he be saying to get my spirit all turned into another direction and I ain't trying to go there, Okay. So, yes, welcome back. I have been out of commission, oh my gosh, for like three weeks now. The computer was shut down for a couple weeks. It was being maintenance and my plan B was shut down because the their studios, you know, been shut down because of the quarantine. And I just want to come in and check in with you. How are you doing? Okay. How is everything in your life right now? Are you all being safe over there? You know, I want to make sure that y'all quarantining correctly. All right. Keep your mask on. I don't care what type of mask you got to have. I'm about to make me a Gucci mask, a Louis Vuitton mask or something <laughs> over here. I'm going to put my name, customize me some masks over here. And I need the people to, to be safe, okay? Because this thing is spreading, and it's spreading crazy by the hour. And we all need to work together to stay safe. So 
I just wanted to put that out there first and let you know that, yes, you may hear a child walk up to me while I'm on on the mic saying, I'm hungry, I, I want some breakfast, or they might be fighting over a guitar or something. Or you may even just hear my husband, you know, coming out the bathroom, taking a shower or something. I don't know. You may hear something. Okay, I'm just gonna let you know. But guess what you're gonna hear? You're gonna hear this message <laughs> because I gotta still work from home while everybody is at home, which is probably what you're doing. So yes, there we gotta make a little some concessions. You know, we're gonna have to understand each other a little bit right now and just stay focused. But we're gonna get this message out because we got to get our ish together. But before we get started, I want us to just say thank you all for your support. So many people were messaging me like, what's going on? You know, I missed, did I miss the episode? I'm like, no, it's just been a shutdown right now because of, you know, technical difficulties, nothing with me, which I thank God that you all were so concerned, you know, for me and my family asking us how we're doing, checking in with us. Um, I just wanted to thank you all for your support prayers and messages. And, and, and we are praying for you all as well. You know, it really does mean a lot. Um, I was having a tough couple of days last week because the computer was shut down and and I'm all about schedules, you know, and and, and I told myself at the beginning of the year, I'm going to post on Mondays and I'm being very rigid with it. Like, and there's no room for flexibility at all. Like, you got to do what you said, you was going to do it. And so when it was shut down and the whole world shut down, it was like, okay, Lisa, come on, just calm down a bit. But even though I was having a, a few couple days last week that wasn't the greatest, one of my supporters reached out to me and she sent me this message where um, her daughter was singing, her three-year-old <laughs> was singing and dancing my intro. Get your ish to get the... And she was so cute, right? And she listens to my show um, all the time while her mother listens to it. And that's good because she's going to be the little three-year-old that's going to be on the playground praying and encouraging kids to get their ish together in Jesus' name, okay? Just like my baby in the beginning. Y'all going to get your ish together. We all lie. So I want to send a special thank you to my baby Joy, who brightened my day last week, you know, because you got to remember, we got to do these check-ins with one another and send messages to our people. Just even right now, while you're listening, do a, a mental check right now of somebody that you have not talked to in a couple weeks. You know, I don't care if they long lost cousin, best friend who was in your wedding. I don't care. Reach out to them because you just don't know. Okay. When you going from the window to the wall, <laughs> that's all you see every day. You going to need to know that somebody loves you. Okay. You need to definitely know that somebody is thinking about you. So let's remember to do those check-ins and send messages to our people. Because in times like this, this is when your faith game has got to, got to be on point. Okay? Got to, got to, got to be on point. Me and my friend, we were talking a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we were just doing our godly check-ins. Hey, girl, how you doing? God put you on my heart. You know, them, them, them check-ins that we do. And I straight went in about everything. You know, usually I just like, oh, everything is okay. Because when things bother me, um, I just kind of deal with them. You know, sometimes I just deal with them. You might be like that too. You might be the strong friend where you just deal with stuff. You just take it to God, cry about it in the shower, in the bathroom, and you just feel better. But this particular day, she called me and I was like, no, the computer's broke and these kids at home. And 
I can't finish my work. I can't write. Because, you know, I'm a writer. So if the computer is down, what am I writing on? I ain't trying to catch a carpet on writing a whole book, okay? I don't know how they did that back in the day. But listen, I'm not trying to do it. So can't go to the library. Everything is shut down. So I was just here. And I just let it all out. And I was like, but the crazy thing is, I don't want to complain or even say anything about it. Because this is sometimes what believers go through. We don't want to say anything about it because, one, we're a Christian, right? We're believers. And you kind of feel like if you say something, people will be like, uh, that's how your faith set up. You know what you, you got that kindergarten of faith, <laughs> you know, you over here stressed out about this and you know, God going to do it. And that's the thing. I know that the computer was going to be fixed. I know I was going to write again. It's not like my hands is going to get chopped off. You know, like I knew all these things were going to happen and take place. And I know that God has everything under control. I know that without a shadow of a doubt. But I'm like, just thinking about it and it's stressful, you know, while you're in it. And I was just expressing that to her. Like, sometimes I don't feel saying what's wrong because I know the way my faith set up that he's going to do it in the end. Like, he's going to do it. And she was like, faith sucks. (laughs) For real, for real. And I'm like, you know what? It really does. Faith really sucks at times. Like believers, wouldn't it just be so dope? Especially right now with Easter coming up this weekend, you know, it would be so dope if we had an actual video of Jesus Christ dying, you know, being crucified. And, you know, you got two other prisoners just right next to him. You know, you can just see it. And you got like TMZ there, you know, they catching everything on the scene and, and they catching, they capturing him walking out the grave like a gangster. You know, he's just walking out the grave with the nails in his hand. I mean, that would just make life so much easier. <laughs> you know, I know the ministers, they, they following me like, yes, you are so right. Like there will be no more arguing, no more debate. It's right there recorded for your visual eyes to see. And I'm like, God, come on. You can't tell me that you didn't think of this even back then, okay? You all-knowing, omnipresent, you know everything. So you could have created these cell phones and all this back then or made the crucifixion happen in 2020 so that we could have been able to watch it, believe, see, all, and it just would have been a done deal. This monumental event would have been recorded for the world to see, period, and it would have been done. And I was kind of feeling that way, like... I just need a date, a time, you know, a location, (laughs) you know, like when and where are these things that I'm believing God for is going to happen right now in this situation, in this crisis, because you just feel, oh, you know, you, you don't, you don't know nothing and you don't even have anything right now that can well, you feel like you don't have anything that can help your situation right now. When you're at home all day, every day inside, it can cause your mind to wonder. You know, you'll start drifting and get sidetracked very, very easily. And I even wonder sometimes, you know, if I had this personal manual handbook, 
You know, maybe, maybe if God had gave me this personal manual handbook that I would have received at birth, you know, telling me all the details, the issues concerning each situation in my life, like, it would be so much easier. And it would definitely be appreciated, you know, might I add. I could just sit on the bench and cross my legs, you know, fold my arms and chill because I know what's to come. You know, I remember having, I had hip surgery when I was in seventh and eighth grade. And I remember limping for almost two years and just being in severe pain and didn't know what was going on. And had I had this manual handbook, maybe in like fifth or sixth grade, that was going to be like, okay, it's least some you're going to experience some pain and don't worry about it because your mom's going to take you to the doctor. Then you're going to have surgery in seventh grade. You know, so when fifth and sixth grade came, I'd have been kicking it like, don't worry, y'all. I know I'm limping, but it's going to be cool, you know, because in seventh grade, I'm going to have surgery and everything going to be fine. Like, that's just how my mind is. You know, if you could just imagine reading the troubles of, you know, your life and catastrophe, all these things that they just jump off the page of your story. But you're not fretting. You're not upset at all because if you just keep on reading along, you're going to see that God, he took care of it all. He fixes it. So you're not worried and you're not stressed. And it sounds so great, don't it? It sounds like this is perfect. All I got to do is just live. That's it. I don't have to do nothing else. I don't have to worry. I don't have to stress. I'm just going to live. And I mean, that's how it feels for me. Because I need to know what's going on. That's just how I am. I'm I'm the secretary, receptionist, administrator, whatever of my family. I take care of it all from appointments to schedules. I'm that planner. I have my MBA in project management. So y'all know your girl got to have plan A's all the way to Z. Okay. <laughs> so I need to be in the know. But... When you need to be in the know all the time, do you really trust him? Like, who wants to be in a relationship with someone that you can't trust? And you got to be in the know. You got to know everything about them all the time. No one. Like, every time God tells you something he's going to do, then you go behind his back and you do something else. That's not... That's that's not a, a very trusting, a, a very um, growing, you know, that that relationship is not thriving at all. I was just telling my, my six-year-old the other day that when I say something, it's going to happen. Now, you may not know when, the time, the date, you know, or whatever. Like yesterday, she was like, are we going to... Mommy, you said that today, because I did the day before yesterday, I told her that we were going to make jello with fruit cocktail. We've been doing everything, okay? Bacon, nails, hair, hey, y'all name it, we've we been doing it. And so yesterday came, and I'm telling you all that day, she's like, Mommy, remember you said, remember you said. And she's right. And I knew I was going to do it. I just didn't know what time. I didn't know when, but I knew you know, it was going to happen. And thank you, Holy Ghost, because even while I'm saying this, that's what he's saying. He like, that's what I told you. I told you <laughs> that I got plans that's not going to harm you. I just didn't tell you necessarily what they were. And I didn't tell you when it was going to happen. But I told you that I got your back. And I told you that I'm here for you. And I told you that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You just got to know that that's happening. And that's what, when I became a parent, I promise you, I, I got so close 
to the Lord. I was like, I understand you so much more now when I became a parent because some of the same things God be telling me, I say it to my kids and I understand him, you know, so much more. And it gives me more grace and patience, you know, than probably what I want. Cause I feel like I'm special. Okay. Don't, don't treat me like I treat my kids, okay? <laughs> like treat me, treat me a little bit different, okay? I'm special. I'm your special child, God. I know we all feel like that, that we we're God's special child. And but no, he's like, don't keep, you know, bugging me. Don't second guess me at all. It's something about when the words come out of my mouth, when when the actual vocabulary, when the word come out of my mouth. There's an activation that takes place in the atmosphere, you know, causing production and manifestation to happen. So when that happens, those words, when I say that thing, that's faith. The one thing that's going to defeat your situation, that your mind um, and thought process and the fear that you're experiencing right now is faith. Faith is a language. It's a language that was used to write the Bible. Therefore, in order for you to understand the lingo, the terminology and vocabulary of God, you need to understand the language, okay? And the language is faith. It's the language of God, period. Whenever I'm not understanding things that's going on and... um. And this faith, the faith thing is it. Like, that's the only thing I can rely on. Not me, not my husband, not you, not nobody. I continue to read more. When when there is, when I'm pressed up against the wall and, and there's no other place that I can turn to, I got to go back and I got to keep reading the language of God, which is faith, which is the Bible. You want your knowledge to be expanded. You want to grow in this life and you need to learn the language, boo. Like it's really that simple. How well do we know the language? And I'm saying we because I too am still learning (laughs) this faith language. I've been reading and studying, but when you're able to stand on something you know, when you're able to stand on some scripture for the people, that's when it feels good. You know, it starts feeling amazing. <laughs> you know, like last week or maybe the week before last, I sent out an email newsletter with a personal scripture prayer out to my subscribers. And if you didn't get it, don't worry. You can go to DelisaNewWilliams.com and sign up. And when you sign up, I'll email you a copy. And it's just something really simple, cute for you to print out and personalize it with your name or your family's name and hang it somewhere. We have ours on the front door, you know, entering into our house. And it's just something about when you see your faith language, when you see these words over your door, it just gives notice to the enemy that he has no authority. Okay, like no power in your house or your family at all. And... Remember earlier I was talking about, you know, you just sitting on the bench alive with your your legs crossed and, you know, reading this manual. So you're not really worried about what's going to happen because you already see that God's going to take care of it. That can still happen. That was never God's plan to take away your bench experience. (laughs) You know, he, he never wanted you to do that. He never wanted to stop you from laying back and relaxed, you know, during your process. 
you know, even where you are right now, he wants you to be relaxed and and have your arms folded in your process. It may not seem that way, but trust me, he does. And I think what the Lord is telling us that we need to do right now, we need to just sit down somewhere and get lost in this book and really learn something about God that we didn't know before. You know, because it's faith that's going to get you together. I had to get it together. I have to learn this language too, so I can understand it better. So I can understand what to say when my world is shut down. When scientists are trying to find a cure, when they say it's got to get worse before it gets better. I'm going to put some faith on that thing. That faith that I was saying that sucks, but it still builds you up at the same time. Like faith. Only sucks to your flesh, but your spirit man is being built up strong. See, when this all first happened, when everyone was talking about, you know, COVID-19, I went back to the Bible and I was like, God, you got to give me something. I, I just, I need something to keep me during these times. And he had me focused on reading about Joseph. And in the seventh year, there was a famine in the land. And God told Joseph in a dream what he needed to do to save the land. Clear instructions. That's what's so dope about God. He a G because he don't play. He give you clear instructions. Just ask him. And the famine true was bad for others, but Joseph and his family and the king, baby, they was good. Now, how can a famine be going on and people are selling their livestock, they selling their land. Heck, they even sold themselves into slavery. Yes, keep on reading it because they came to the king and was like, well, we ain't got no animals. We ain't got no land. We might as well just sell you us. Now, all that's going on in the famine. But on the other side, on the flip side, Joseph and his people, they're okay. Now, when you read that story, put your family's name in it. Make you Joseph, make his brothers and his father, that's your family and your loved ones. Ain't nothing going to happen to you. Matter of fact, we gonna be the ones over here storing, okay? We storing over here, quote unquote, because that's what they were doing. They were storing rice and grains. God had gave them clear instructions on what to do and they were not worried at all. And you're not just storing for yourself, you're storing for others. You're storing for the glory of God so that God's glory can be revealed. So his promises can bust this pandemic wide open. It'll have you walking around saying a famine for who? <laughs> a drought for who, boo? You know what? Matter of fact, you going to mess around and your testimony going to be the coronavirus came and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. God did the most unbelievable thing in this crisis. I dare you. I double dog dare the Holy Spirit inside of you to get crazy in your faith. Get crazy and lose your mind believing and confessing this thing over your life. Did you know that when the Great Plague of London was going around in 1665, Cambridge University shut down, okay? And Isaac Newton, yes, famous Isaac Newton was forced to stay home, just like you and I. And during this time, he invented calculus, parts of optic theory, you know, and he was doing this allegedly while he was sitting in his garden. 
And an apple fell from the tree, which inspired his understanding of gravity. So what does God want you to do in this season? You shall make it through this crisis, okay, with his God-given wisdom and skills. What need are you, you boo, here to provide during this time? What is it that you're here to do? And if, come on, let's do it. Do not let this quarantine pass you by. It's time for us to get high and uplifted off of our faith. Come on, y'all. We got to get that disrespectful faith. You know what I'm saying? I got that faith that a straight disrespect your education, your profession, your experience, honey. I remember I signed myself at the hospital one time, okay? Because they were trying to tell me something was going on with my heart. My faith was set up like, no, it's not. I'm good. I'm going to go home, drink this carrot juice and this spinach and lose this baby weight. And I'm good. And they was looking at me like, you just going to sign yourself out? Yes, I am. Because the way my faith set up, <laughs> it, it just disrespected your whole professional academic mindset right now. They, they couldn't even understand how. And I was like, because God told me to. He told me I'm going to be okay. My faith will straight embarrass your whole setup. It will have the most highly educated person looking real dumb <laughs> because when they start speaking, when I start speaking faith talk, I get real pumped up. And that's the same thing that's going to happen with you. I'd be like, you can't tell me nothing because right now you have time. This is the time for you to get your ish together. The kids are home. Everything is at a standstill. You know how Beyonce say, world stop. No, God said, world stop before she even said it a long time ago. That means even for me, I didn't even realize how busy my life was. You know, I, I'm dropping, picking up, taking here. But now I got so much free time. And you do too. You got so much free time to start that business, write that book, Take those online classes, read to your kids, love on your kids, okay? They were saying, um, I was talking to a mother the other day and she was talking about, you know, homework or whatever. And I was like, you know, right now, it's just time to hold my babies. I don't even think I had time to be in the bed with them and just hold them and snuggle with them, watch a movie. I've told them so much that I love them you know, during this time that I don't even think I've done, I, I had done before because we were just, you know, programmed to go, go, go. All right, go brush your teeth, go take a bath, go to bed. All right, love you. Good night. But now it's, come on, give me a hug. Give me a kiss. You know, it's just like, God was like, stop. I'm going to give you all the very thing that you need. And that is time. God is the giver of time. This is his gift to us. And if you can't finish that book, love your kids, change your relationship, build one, you know, start that business, learn that craft. You've been sitting around here saying, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to finish that project. Finish it. Okay. If you can't finish that project within these two months, a couple months, three, four, five, I don't know how long we're going to be in this house. You need to brush up on your faith duolingo, okay? You need to up your faith game and learn the language some more. Because them Google Gaga words that you still saying out your mouth, it's not going to sustain you for long, okay? Keep on Google gaga all right? 30 years, 40 years, Google Gaga. I'm Google gaga You're not going to go nowhere. You need to up your vocabulary, 
So yes, faith can feel sucky at times for the believer. I mean, it is. It's a hard time sometimes trusting and 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 letting go of control. But our life depends on this faith. We need faith to survive. You do not want God to have to go get another one, another Delisa, another Tracy, another Kevin. Another, you don't want that to do what he called you to do. The only way you're going to come out on top of this thing is by faith. Yes, and even with faith, you may still worry. You're going to still get confused and, and be upset at times. And you may even feel like you fall in the black hole, okay? And you can't see the bottom. But guess what? Even though you're falling, you know God is right there at the bottom to catch you. That's faith. That's what you need. Faith ain't dead. <laughs> Last time I checked, it actually rose after three days from the dead. And it's the same faith that's rising up in your life. So get your ish together and stop doubting. You understand? Stop worrying and stressing, getting distracted over this nonsense. You know, I really want to say bull, but I'm not going to say bull. Okay, y'all know I gave up that, that, that cussing. I'm going to say mess. <laughs> I'm going to say mess. And get your ish together and start building your faith, growing your faith, and even sowing into your faith. I told y'all in October, if you go back and listen to um, the end of last season, I told y'all that it was our time. Y'all thought it was a game, but God is here and he is laying it all out for you to do it, okay? See, the faith process is uncomfortable for us believers at times, but you know who it really sucks for? The haters. The naysayers, the doubters, all those unbelievers. The enemy definitely hates it because he knows that once you start talking that good talk, changing your lingo and building up your faith vocabulary, he knows his days are numbered for messing with you, boo. And I don't know about you, but believers, I'm ready to number his days. Who's with me? Hey, believers, thank you for tuning in to another dope episode of Get Your Ish Together Podcast. I pray this episode had you stirred up and put that word up in you, because I came to set the people free, y'all. <laughs> I ain't got no time to play. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and rate this podcast. Rate it, boo. Share it with your peeps, because your girl is on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as wherever podcasts are heard. Until next time, I love you with the love of Jesus. D-New Williams signing off, and I'm out. Mwah. Now let's jam. Mm, uh, uh. Hey. Mm, mm, mm. We gotta get our ish together. 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 Get our ish together. We gotta get our ears together We gotta get our ears together Boom, 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 boom Doom, 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 doom Boom, boom, boom Boom, boom, boom